This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They ask us not to read an ad, but encourage you to enjoy the show. Thanks, Cards. Post loudness. Audio on the French. <laughs> I, check, check, check. I listened check. to okay. I listened to Upgrade You like <laughs> twenty times last night in a row. <laughs> that's like my that's on my ambition and also (laughs) my ethos (laughs) that's fair like I am that but also I want to become that even more this is the open-ended podcast where two best friends discuss tech culture with a side sass I'm Cher Vincent and I just had some some really good pie it's like this tangy and sweet but also like fluffy it was all these things it was a passion fruit but also like a marshmallow fluff um like i don't know what was what was like ganache i don't know it was it was a lot of things happening my mouth wasn't ready what about you james (laughs) james and i'm james steve green and i'm still eating the pie yeah, Bang Bang Pie is not even a sponsor <laughs> but this, like, uh, this week. But damn. But damn. Damn. This is really good. Like somebody uh, came into the office who worked at Bang Bang Pie and dropped off this pie. And as you can hear, <laughs> it's fantastic. I'm sorry for finishing it off here. <laughs> it's okay, James. Yeah. So before we jump in, this is going to be a very, very tiny episode this week. Dispatch. We haven't done a dispatch in a while. We haven't done a dispatch in a while, mainly because we are planning really heavily for next week's episode in mm-hmm. guest. But before you get ju- uh, jumping in, we have two big announcements. Two very, very big announcements. Mm-hmm. Remember how we told you that we are going on a mini tour? Well, not really. <laughs> that is, in fact, confirmed. So we have two live shows happening in August. Yeah, back-to-back weekends. August, back-to-back weekends. I still can't believe that. That is, in fact, happening. Yeah. So the first show will be at Weapons of Mass Creation Fest uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. And that is at the Ohio Theater on Sunday, August 7th, 2016. It's only open to people that attend Weapons of Mass Creation Fest. So check out WMCFest.com to pick out your tickets. And our second live event is, of course, right here in Chicago. It is for the Sounds Like Chicago Podcast Festival, and that is located at the Steppenwolf Theater in Chicago, of course, and that is on Wednesday, August 17th. We're going to be performing on Wednesday of that night. Um, WMC, we're going to be performing on Sunday. Um, If you want to pick up tickets at the Steppenwolf Theater event, go to steppenwolf.org slash lookout. It's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. Yeah, we're super jazzed, honestly, and I'm happy to have a better experience at the Steppenwolf compared to the first time I went to Steppenwolf. Oh, no! (laughs) Which was, I was in high school, and I remember my important thing was trying to make sure to sit next to my crush and not even paying attention to the play. What play did you see? Oh, man, I can't remember what play it was. It was was a good play. Yeah, I saw (laughs) Um, the bluest eye. Ooh. It was a it was a interpretation of the bluest eye by Toni Morrison and it was fantastic. It was like four it was like all women 
and they're all women of color, mm-hmm. and uh, there's only four cast members, so they were playing a lot of different versions of the characters. It was dope. Oh, great. And the one white character in the play, she was played by a doll, and I was like, yeah. yeah. I was in it. I was feeling it. I was like, I was like my militant black self, like, yeah, this is awesome. So The only thing I remember is, as somebody who did grow up in the suburbs, that I went to a Portillo's afterwards, and I thought oh, that was geez. the most magical place. So, James, we are not going to talk about our high school days today. All right, that's fair. We are in James, fact, we're just in the culture. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are, in fact, going to talk about AI. AI. We're going to talk about not AI. Not the Steven Spielberg Here. film, although that movie is underrated and fantastic. That movie makes me cry very, very, very much. It really watch. does. It's so intense, like, especially the little blue fairy moment. Oh my God. Sorry. I just get in my feels about that movie. It's so good. And it's super <laughs> fucking dark. Right. You should watch it. It's real good. It's yeah. one of the few Jude Law roles I didn't hate. So, uh, yeah, you should uh, definitely check it out. I agree with that. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not going to talk about that AI, but no. in fact, artificial intelligence and this whole idea of machine learning because Mm. i felt like this would be a very cute very short topic for this week's dispatch and we mainly want to do that in honor of google io yeah i know that like apple has their big event um announcement um every year but i didn't realize that google did the same thing yeah um, so Google I.O. is their developers conference. So it's basically every year they announce what new features are coming out and their various new operating systems mm-hmm. that are happening. Kind of like Apple's WWDC, but in fact, Google's version. So aside from announcing like a new version of Android, their big announcement was, in fact, Google Home and this idea of machine learning um, existing in your home as this little tiny speaker looking like a little weeble wobble. And yeah. just completely voice activated things. And Amazon has been doing the same thing with, well, yeah, the with Echo, the, right, Echo recently. Um, Apple's been doing Siri for a long time. Um, Windows is doing Contra or Cortana. Cortana, yeah, Cortana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't um, use Cortana, but <laughs> I haven't. I have like the I'm like the sole PC woman in like every space because no one uses <laughs> no right. one uses PC. People use PC. People Not the people I know, but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so we were just kind of talking like, ooh, like we, I like the idea of AI. I'm not sure about share, but it'd be kind of interesting to see like where would we want AI in our lives? Yeah, where would we fall on that spectrum? <laughs> the AI spectrum. Yeah, it's a spectrum. I'm more on the a- a- AI curious side. <laughs> I am more of like a subordinate. <laughs> 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 whereas, like, I know they're gonna subordinate. I, like, whereas, is a I, where I know say situation. With no, AI? that's submissive. Oh. Number one, <laughs> that is right. Oops, dude. If you're gonna, if you're gonna like call shit out, call it by the right name. <laughs> um, like I, I have listen. a special set of interests. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> my mother was a crack whore. <laughs> it's the best line in the whole movie, just because his delivery. Yeah, his delivery was, like, <laughs> mad fucked up at that point. Well, like, he was Irish, and he was trying to, like, struggle with his American accent and was failing. Yeah, failing that's miserably. what it came out. Oh, my God, sorry. We both watched this movie <laughs> in the theaters because... Oh, yeah, what, we did. Because, of course. Yeah. Uh, anyway, not Fifty Shades, Jesus. Um, 
No, but subordinate because I know that they are going to take over us. Like AI believe, you is going to the singularity. Oh yeah, no, it's not even believe. It's like it's an inevitability. Yeah. It's going to happen. But I do want to make sure that like where I will be a subordinate because I'm not smart enough to like override these things. I just I just want them to remember <laughs> I was nice. So that's why I always say thank you and please. And, you know, I say, may I or can you to Siri and make sure that like I always say thank you very much. Or we like have little conversations. But like I I want her to know that like I was a good one. I was OK. So when we do become slaves to them, I won't be beaten or whatever the equivalent of beaten is that AI can do. That's really interesting. So you're like consciously being like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Siri, for fucking up my query. Yeah, pretty much. You're like, that wasn't it, Siri. This was it. It's okay, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, we all make mistakes, even computers. Like, oh I just gosh. want I just want them to know that I am on their side. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's out of fear. Like, that's what my, like, lo- loyalty is. It's not yeah. even out, like, you know, loyal. it's loyalty out of fear, yeah. not out of, like, actual admiration. Well, I feel like... They are never going to take over us completely because I feel like we are going to outrun the robots. If that makes sense. Oh, like, but like, um, like, uh, John, the guy who the locomotive. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, John, the the guy who beat the locomotive. He like. Oh, John Henry. Yeah, John Henry. Oh yeah, the black, uh, the the black yes. uh, fairy tale guy. Yes, exactly. Um, so um, yeah, folklore. Folklore. Same thing. And <laughs> and. However, I will say that the MIT robots freak me the fuck out. Are you familiar with the MIT robots? Mm-mm. I actually, so, I, I think I am. But so Google elaborate. these things. These things are robots that mimic like full-on four-legged animals and full-on humans that stand up straight. And they're just the creepiest thing. You might have seen oh, them in a couple of vines. But, but yeah, the, MI, the MIT robots. Like, I'm going to look it up. That, <laughs> I feel like when we get to that point where these MIT robots being begin to have the amount of physical and mental thought as humans then by all means we're fucked yeah. but for the long run i'm still gonna treat oh no, my, no, no. i have no i have no idea what this is but this is terrifying right it's terrifying right so jesus. i feel like until I'm then at an alley, i'm gentlemen. gonna treat and my jeez it looks like a hound Ooh. yeah Oof-da. but until then i'm definitely gonna treat my personal assistants like they are in fact robots and be like yeah no set my timer put milk on my grocery list put this on my list and not really think about emotion in this case because i feel like it's gonna it, it, it might happen eventually it might happen eventually no that just seems like i don't know i'm i'm, I'm always polite by the default <laughs> like, i'm just like i don't know that seems mean like i i always say thank you where wanna- would you want like because right now google home is primarily just like a little speaker yeah in your space mm-hmm. right now siri is on our watches and our pockets and maybe in our I computers. I want to implant them. Maybe. So where would you be comfortable with it existing next? Implants. No, I'm kidding. Um, that kind Implants of. where? Hmm. I don't want anything near like a vital organ. So like not. So like, not like a Bluetooth enabled like breast implant. Yeah. Or like or like in the neck or like, you know, like a pacemaker nothing like that kind of shit. Ooh, it may, or like yeah. or like by like your temple nothing like that nothing would like actually cause me like physical pain but like maybe like something like in your wrist mm-hmm. why the wrist when you're thinking about like all the vitals that are located there i know <laughs> but like i mean i don't know there I mean, there are like you know arteries arteries there and stuff but where would you put like what would you use it for i don't know 
kind of like a kind of like a implanted Fitbit or like working like you know do more than it's doing now. Like if you have like diabetes or you're having mm-hmm. like or like any like your blood sugar is low, they'll alert you. Okay, so something where it still provides those major vitals, but in fact implanted inside of your body. Yeah. So why would you want that implanted in your body? Like, are are you comfortable with wearing it as like external materials or? Yeah, but also like I feel like. The idea that it doesn't come off is probably mm-hmm. a better feature than the fact that, you know, like something like, you know, like this watch, like the watch, the Apple watch, it can be stolen. Mm-hmm. Someone can take, no, seriously, someone could take it off of you. And what if you like actually rely on something like that? Like if you're diabetic and it like tells you like when your blood sugar is low. I can steal your hand if I want. Okay. Well, it's not as, <laughs> it's not as, you know, fucking violent as that. But like this you, is true. But this like you can true. rip off your, rip off your phone, rip off your your watch mm-hmm. and it's there and also i don't know i think there's something to being able to um have that kind of immediate response so where would the ai element come into play like where would the smarts kind of come into play in this case so let's say i have this like bluetooth enabled thing in my wrist that's monitoring my health my vitals my oxygen well, say for instance you're on a trip okay and you're like walking along and you have a heart attack I see where you're going with this. And you drop. With your AI in your body, it's it can alert to the authorities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got the beaties. Or if you're in a heart attack, and it will alert somebody immediately if you're walking by yourself. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or if you get attacked, let's say friends do, and you're assaulted. Right, right. Or, you know, things like this, it will get, it will, it will, you wouldn't have to have a phone, like if your phone's dead, but you have that in you already, you can beat someone, you can alert the authorities. Mm-hmm. So as well as be- authorities are, you know, you know. Yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> would they really trust you, though? <laughs> I'm going to say, like, as, as, uh, in theory. Yeah, in, in theory, theory, in, in a theory, perfect world right, where the cops won't come to you and shoot you on sight. Right, exactly. Or if you're not a, a person of color, <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, sure. Right, I'm right, the right, same, right, but, like, right. I think, you know, and I'm not so much talking about, like, police officers. I'm talking about, like, EMTs. Yeah, but even them, like, they're still unconscious bias that happen. Yeah, but, like, not EMT. a doctor so much. Have um, you heard about those unconscious biases with doctors? Like, oh, for I know, instance, I know. Where I know. Yeah, they I, believe that black people, in fact, can endure more pain. So, yeah, 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 I know. I know that, but, like, yeah. also, that's, that's, I don't know. I, yeah, we really? went to the weeds there. We hey, did. You, we can't help it. We can't help it. Yeah, okay. but, like, but that goes back to what I'm saying. But I, feel, I do like that. I do yeah, like that. I think it'll be, uh, like, I think... It's it's more important and vital for health concerns to mm-hmm. have that kind of technology inside of you. Like, I mean, they have the pacemaker, obviously, on there. Mm-hmm. But, like, what if you don't have a pacemaker and you just happen to have a heart attack? Mm-hmm. No one will really, no really know what's going on with so you. So you would so. be okay with having LTE inside your body? Sure. If I had if I had health concerns that I would need to be monitored, mm-hmm. definitely. I'd be okay with that. Like, if I reach a certain age, like, am I you know, early 60s, late 60s, whatever, that I would have heart concerns. Mm-hmm. Like, cause my, because my, with my family background, I probably will have that kind of issue, unfortunately. I like to have a ability, an ability to um, be in contact with, you know, a hospital or something like that. If I, in, you know, even if it's implanted inside of me, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to rely on uh, outside of tech, outside technology that needs to be battery charged. Mm-hmm. So just like going and like talking to your palm and be like, okay, Google, do this. Like, call me a call me a ambulance. Yeah, or well, like what will happen is like if it reach like if your pulse. That's why I think mm-hmm. of the pulse rate. Right, right. If your if your pulse is reaching a certain 
um, if it's too low or too fast, even or a certain vital thing, if it can actually test and see what's going on with your body. If your blood sugar, like it, like it, it, it's constantly monitoring your blood sugar, it's constantly monitoring your heart rate, like you know, like an Apple Watch would, but it's inside of your body because mm-hmm. because the Apple Watch can't tell you if you're diabetic or not unless you put it in there. Right. Whereas that would with, with uh, the implant quote unquote in my theory which i don't think it's ever <laughs> exist but i mean could who knows but um just it call could. it like a vin plant yeah that's kind of where i'm at what about you james okay so i honestly want it everywhere honestly <laughs> i'm just i'm just like totally cool with it existing like in my glasses on my wrist in my body it, like formulating around me like having like fucking wi-fi hotspots in my hat i don't care like, I, I want this ability to just kind of talk to anything and everything around me. I don't care. I'll give up my data. I have no qualms about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much have no objections. Um, I do like that health thing. Um, yeah, and of, I think of that's... That, like, form of... Because, like, that's where I feel like... That's right what the now, Apple AI, Watch. Like, I feel yeah, like that's, but that's it's kind not of necessarily the... AI, though. It, yeah, I guess you're right. It's more robot. Yeah. Oh man, like AI versus robot. Oh, we have to talk to Roboism about that. Um, <laughs> I so, was thinking about that honestly. Yeah, yeah. we have to ask them. So I, I, I like this idea because right now AI is in the position right now where it's more based on convenience culture. At the moment, it's like, oh yeah, like I'll set an appointment or you know what's uh, make me a reservation mm-hmm. for dinner. Like, a lot of convenience things, especially for, like, a higher, quote-unquote, higher class, upper, middle, technology class, whatever. But I do like this idea of it perhaps maybe being the next frontier of health and predicting Mm -hmm. uh, sicknesses and allowing for easier access to health facilities. And almost, like, because, like, there's some pontificating I've I've seen about um, uh, of having AI in a car. And mm-hmm. perhaps it's like it's there now yeah, to a yeah. certain extent. Well, something along the lines of perhaps like having a heart rate sensor in your seat to thereby yeah. know like if your driver is having a heart attack, it can pull the car over yeah. and then call the authorities like those type of things that are in development. So I do like the idea of that is kind of making me more interested. Yeah, I feel see. like I would rather have, if the technology is going to be implanted in me, I want it to benefit me. I don't want it to be like a chip for someone can like, you know, track my every fucking move. Because that's the kind of shit that yeah, I... Well, we that, live in a police state. So. Well, exactly. And that's the shit that I don't like. I don't yeah. like it being a way to f- a format, like the whole idea of like implants to like, so you can track your your like use that as a form of like instead of having a atm car or whatever you just swipe it oh the pretty much idiocracy yeah exactly yeah, yeah, where that happened yeah and like and having to track your money track your every move track your heart rate and then having it so like if they don't want you they could just turn it off or whatever like that and fuck up your whole life yeah, yeah so yeah. like i want it to be beneficial to me not so mm. not, not a way to control me yeah no which is why which is why if it if we do have implants and then they do it using as controlling, that's why I'm polite to my AI so they don't turn off my thing. <laughs> so they don't turn off. <laughs> so they don't do a hard reset on your yeah. brain. Yeah. All right, so, that's fair. So that's this fair. is this is yeah, again, fear. <laughs> I, I base a lot of my decisions on fear. <laughs> so so we're gonna make, we're gonna send a message to the AI overlords in the year twenty one twenty five. If you happen to find this message on a server at some point, <laughs> exactly. just know that Sarah Vincent and James D. Green were in fact kind 
exactly. <laughs> to, to your to your great 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 grandmama and papa. Not out of fear. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> shifty so, eyes, shifty <laughs> eyes. <laughs> oh, look at us. We're making history right now. We're adding, we're adding shit to the archive. Come on, Library of Congress. Upload this shit. So oh I think we are nearing an end yeah, of this week's dispatch. I feel like I learned a little bit about your AI concerns. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's definitely more of a concern. Yeah, it's definitely um, a concern. I mean, I think it has a lot of benefits, definitely, but yeah. I just don't want anything weird to happen. Yeah. So I guess we'll just, like, kind of keep an eye out on, like, what's happening with uh, Google Home. You know, you're going to continue to kill the rest of this pie mm-hmm. that we have up here in the studio. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to continue talking to every fucking device that's surrounded me mm-hmm. right now. Episode 56. 56. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We made another episode happen. Yet again. Yet again, as always. Mm-hmm. So we want to give a special shout out to the Chicago Podcast Co-op for letting us be a part of their network. Thanks, CPC. If you enjoy this podcast, you very well may enjoy Cinema Jaw. Tell me about Cinema Jaw. Sure. Cinema Jaw is a film podcast where Matt Kay and Rye, the movie guy, along with Elise Rodriguez, talk to authors, musicians, technologists, and any interesting people about their take on the movies. That is Cinema Jaw here at the CPC. So we also want to give a special thanks to Cards Against Humanity for letting us use their space. Thanks, Cards. This episode was produced by myself with editorial oversight by Cher Vincent. And who did the music? U plus one F six zero Z, which is the unit code for the Blizzard emoji, and it's James Musical Side Project. As always, you can rate us on iTunes, you can recommend us on Overcast, or you can be the needle and thread to us on Stitcher. On the Stitch. And last but not least, you can donate and become a member. I definitely think we're going to actually start doing things for our members. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we feel so bad, but we've been so busy. We've been super busy, like, but starting we, the business. Yeah, like, yeah, but we seriously appreciate, like, yeah, the, the you, money that y'all you guys are the month. real MVPs. Yeah, for real. Um, perhaps even, like, maybe some uh, free tickets for maybe some things in the future. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you want to do that, uh, you should go where, sir? You can go to openended.f slash donate to send up a one-time donation or you can go to patreon.com slash open-ended where you become a member at one dollar a month you can give us more than one dollar a month but it starts there so that's just a suggestion yes and if you have any little questions for us to answer in future episodes little or, or big little or big you know we're not sizes here we, we do not discriminate we do all. not discriminate um for future shows or just in general you got some feedback or anything of that nature tell us where. go over to our ask call at ask.fm slash open-ended-fm or you can use the hashtag on twitter ask open-ended for any kind of questions you may have if you have any also feedback you can head over to our website openended.fm slash contact you can email us at the open-ended podcast at gmail.com and you can follow us on twitter at open ended FM. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm Sharon Musings. And I am underscore James T. Green. We have a guest next week. Yeah, we do. Our guest is Felton Kaiser of Off Kilter Magazine. Mm-hmm. Born right here in Chicago. Excelente. Yeah, so we're definitely going to have some special stuff planned. Hence yes. for this week's mini dispatch. 
So, since we've hit the end of another fine episode of Open Ended, what do we say to everyone? And also, since Kim has called our listeners Open Enders. Open Enders! Yes, thank you, Open Enders, so much for listening in. We'll be back next week. And until next time, keep things open ended. Also, this has been a production of Pulse Loudness, an independent collective of auto. I'll do it. I'll do it. This has been a Post Loudness production, a collective of audio shows hosted by people of color, women, and queer-identified hosts. You can learn more about Post Loudness at postloudness.com.